0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues. I am your host, Ben Rayside, and here today we are going to be talking on this cool, crisp October afternoon. We're going to be talking about the Halloween special that kind of landed up. No, it's not Werewolf by Night, although we may talk about that in a future episode. It is the 2007 classic ghost rider and this is in continuing with our marvel movie marathon where we review every single marvel movie ever put to the big screen but i'm not here to do it alone here with me are my loyal co-hosts first
1: off ethan Wensloff. ethan how
0: are you doing today
1: i'm doing great and it's and it's funny that you said that this was a halloween special because as a matter of fact it released around Valentine's Day, and Nick Cage said it was because this is a love story. So I'm very excited to talk about today's love story, that is Ghost Rider.
0: That's what Nick Cage said. You know, it's I view uh, I view uh, Ghost Rider as more of a love story. You know, it is weird uh, southern accent in this one. <laughs> we'll get into it though. We also have Mr. Micah ahead. Micah, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing pretty great. I am. I'm just you know on fire, just ready to. Ready to show all my all my skin or or all my bones on uh, what I feel about this movie, (laughs) and
0: we will definitely do that, man. Because Ghost Rider, which came out in two thousand seven, as we said, does star Nicolas Cage, and I believe Mr. Wensloff has a summary for us as we get into it.
1: Oh yes, so uh, Ghost Rider with uh, the director and writer. So, who wrote and directed this movie is Mark Steven Johnson, and if his name sounds familiar, that is because he was also the director writer and producer on another movie on this watch along you guessed it daredevil oh yeah ben affleck's daredevil so that's great seeing him and he also he also had a, a big role he uh, wrote and produced on electra so yes our guy is definitely familiar with the superhero genre uh good superhero movies well, uh, you can go back and listen to what we thought but yeah, this movie, the characters in this movie are Johnny Blaze, played by Nick Cage, Roxanne, played by Eva Mendez, The Caretaker, played by Sam Elliott, Mephistopheles, or I'm just going to call him Mephisto, because uh, that, that's just <laughs> much easier, played by Peter Fonda, uh, Mac, played by Donna Logue, and Blackheart, played by Wes Bentley. This is the story of Johnny Blaze who was only a teenage stunt biker when he sold his soul to the devil, known as Mephistopheles, a.k.a. Mephisto, a.k.a. the devil. Many years later, Johnny is a world-renowned daredevil by day, but at night he becomes the devil's legendary bounty hunter called Ghost Rider. He is charged with finding evil souls on Earth and bringing them back to hell, but a twist of fate brings Johnny's long-lost love, Roxanne, back into his life. Johnny realizes he must, he just might have a second chance at happiness if he can beat the devil Blackheart and win back his soul. To do so, he'll have to defeat his nemesis and wayward son Blackheart, whose plot to take over his father's realm will bring hell on earth unless Ghost Rider can stop him before it's too late. And uh, just to let you guys know, no Stan Lee cameo in this movie. And no post-credit scene, but little, little, few little fun facts. Uh, J- Johnny Depp was actually set to play the role of Johnny Blaze, but uh, Nick Cage was so adamant and loved this character that he insisted he got to play the role. So we c- we could be talking about a very different movie here, but also the guy in charge of Daredevil made
2: this movie. So who who knows? I thought that it was funny that. Uh... Uh, I was looking through the trivia here while you were saying that, and Eric Bana wasn't he the guy who played Hulk in the original in the, in the Hulk movie? We could have had Sam Elliott. Yeah, we could have had Sam Elliott and Eric Bana in two Marvel movies playing completely different roles. I think that would have been funny. Oh yes,
0: because <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam Elliott was in there too. Hulk? Yes. Uh huh. Oh my goodness! Wow. All right. Well, we certainly have much more to discuss, but uh, before we do get into it, make sure you're subscribed on our YouTube channel where a bunch of awesome content is going up. And make sure you give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, where you can find all the episodes of our Marvel Movie Marathon and much more on those uh, platforms. But uh, let's get into it, boys. Let's open our sling ring and head over to the Ghost Rider universe.
3: It's said that the West was built on legends. Tall tales that help us make sense of things too great or too terrifying to believe. This is the legend of the Ghost Rider.
0: Ghost Rider 2007. Ethan, hold on. Before we start talking about our feelings on this movie, if Johnny Depp had played Ghost Rider... I guarantee you we would have a different film. I don't care that the director of Daredevil did it. I guarantee you this would be a different film. I don't know. For me, Nicolas Cage just gives off, even though I love the guy, he gives off a very signature performance, I feel.
1: Well, well, 100%. And uh, if uh, you're an eagle-eye viewer, you definitely saw the champagne glass of jelly beans and his obsession with monkey movies. Those were both... Very unique features brought to the role by none other than Nick Cage.
2: Yeah, Nick Cage definitely had his, his Nick Cage kiss on this movie, and uh, it it certainly has blessed this movie for the better, in my opinion. I think that it, it helps with the wackiness and the, the actual... Th- this is something that we're missing in modern Marvel movies, is we're not getting that wacky col- comic book culture that comics can be. You know, we have all these wacky TV shows from the 90s and the 80s of... Of uh, you know Spider Man and all these different just funny shows that are just you know it's it's just a bunch of characters on on screen and they're doing whatever and none of the none of the movies and TV shows really connected. It was it was a different time back then, a time before the MCU, a time when Nick Cage can be Ghost Rider and could actually pull it off. <laughs> so Micah, I guess that means you like the movie. I very much like the movie, and I think that. If it was anyone other than Nick Cage, I think that this movie wouldn't have been pulled off. With, I, I can see Johnny Depp kind of playing the role, but his performance is more of a mellow, you know, like a uh, I'm I'm Johnny Cage sort of thing. I I, I can see Johnny uh, uh, Johnny Depp doing that, but Johnny Blaze I feel is more of that Nick Cage vibe. Nick Cage really fits the fits the character of the dry humor and the the just. Doing stuff that is completely unrelated to what's actually going on in the scene, like having the jelly beans and having the monkey movies and having, just uh, doing whatever crazy thing, uh, just unexpected, turning around in the in the stadium and driving off and whatever wackiness in the highway, stopping traffic just to talk to some girl that he hasn't seen in twenty years, and you know it's just totally Nick Cage. And uh, reading through the IMDb stuff, he has a Ghost Rider tattoo. That they had to CGI block out for this movie. So, like, who else than jo- Nicolas Cage to play the amazing Johnny Blaze? So, all in all, I think that this movie it has it has the funniness, it has the heart, it has the romance. Sure, it's an early two- it's a mid two thousands movie. It's gonna be a bit cheesy, a lot of cheesy. But that's Nick Cage movies. This is a Nick Cage movie through and through, and that's what I love about it. It's I mean, it might as well have been directed by Nick Cage. I I love it. I love this movie.
0: Okay. I'd see. All right. did,
2: did you guys watch the extended cut or the original cut? We did watch the extended cut. Our cut came out to about two hours and
0: yep. five minutes, I believe, and the regular version is an hour and 50. So about 15 minutes of added footage, I believe, is what we watched. Mm-hmm. So I, I assume you watched the same one?
2: I did. I did. Let me look up what uh, extra stuff is in the extended cut and then we can talk about that too if it was really worth yeah. the extended 15 minutes and while you do that i will shoot it over
0: to ethan do you think nicholas cage's performance worked for the character of ghost rider
1: well let me just say this um i don't really think that the script was was good enough for any performance to really elevate what wow. this movie was so johnny Depp, i don't think would have made this a much better movie and i gotta disagree with micah but but that's why doing this is so fun with us three up here is because we're allowed to disagree and i i don't like this movie i think it is just uh, really messy really boring and just not something i ever want to revisit so i
0: uh... no that's fair I, i think and for a lot of people you're speaking for a lot of people this movie does not have the greatest ratings on imdb or rotten tomatoes you go across it but For me, it's almost, it's almost hard to get mad at this movie, knowing what I know about the production and who's involved. When I think of Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage might be the last person in Hollywood I would think to play Ghost Rider, I'm not gonna lie. He's more of this hard bounty hunter, you know, I can see someone who, say Mando, Pedro Pascal, that's who I think Ghost Rider is, kind of more of a reserved character, who goes all out beast mode when he's on the hunt, or for a bounty, I guess. Not Nick Cage mannerisms, but knowing what I know, I went into it expecting a Nicolas Cage movie, and I got a Nicolas Cage movie. Let me just tell you, it was one of the most fantastic portrayals of anything Nicolas Cage ever. Did I like the movie? Not really. There were some choices that I I would not have made, but... I am not gonna I, I would be wrong in saying that I wasn't entertained from start to finish with Nick Cage throughout the whole movie.
2: Yeah, as far as movies based on Daredevils go that we've seen, I gotta say this one is better than the last Daredevil-based movie, so.
0: <laughs> I would say this is the most enjoyable out of Daredevil <laughs> Electra and Ghost Rider. I would say. I, I, mm. I would th- I would think so. Just just because I like the character of Ghost Rider, and I will say, dude. There was some pretty sick scenes in this movie.
2: There were. I'm not gonna, I, I, I found the best way to describe this movie is this is the movie for your uncle. You know which uncle I'm talking about. That cool uncle who wears the shades and and he's like, yeah, I used to have a motorcycle, but I had to sell it so I can have my whatever Mercury. So he can relive his relive his glory days watching watching Ghost Rider. You know it. It. I'm sure everyone's got that uncle who who would love this movie. Would love to be Ghost Rider. He's got the 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 girlfriend he's got the cool motive he's got the deal with the devil and the the flames and the flamens on the on the flames on the motorcycle and beating up demons and you know it it's just a manly movie a masculine super cool movie and I, that's what i love about it it doesn't take itself too seriously and it's it, it was 2 hours but personally i felt like it used its runtime very well and i didn't there was one time where i checked the clock to see all right where Where's this going? But then it picked right back up. So it was around the hour and twenty, hour and a half mark. Um, but overall, like the fight scenes, the uh, CGI, the CGI, I think held up a lot better than I thought it was going to. Um, especially because it's got a, it's got a pretty big budget. I'm pretty sure. Let me check. Um, yeah, its its budget was twelve, 120 million. So it got 120 million and it made 115 million or 229 million. So it made money back. So, yeah, it did pretty well. Uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of uncles saw this movie many times in theaters. And, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Micah, you said this movie is
1: for your uncle. But, I mean, looking at me, looking at you, looking at Ben. You're going to be an uncle we're one not day. not uncles. <laughs> it's one day. One day. But, come on. The... I don't know, man. This movie was so long and so boring. And even, Micah, can you tell me what the the plot of this movie was? What was happening?
2: Yeah. So Can you you explain that? Ghost Rider sells his soul to the devil on accident to save his father. So he had a righteous heart. And in the beginning. And then he uh, was a daredevil. And then the daredevil, he couldn't die. So he fell off a bunch of times because of satan or something and then uh he becomes the ghost rider when a signal happens to him and his girlfriend comes back from when he was 17 and then he has to kill the devil with his ghost rider powers (laughs) to free himself i don't know i think that it was pretty straightforward
1: of a plot there we go the last thing was all you needed to say i don't know
2: I don't know. That, <laughs> uh, that no, I, I said the summa, whole
1: plot. <laughs> no, no, no. That perfectly summarizes. a That the was plot of this probably game.
2: my best plot summary I've ever done off the cuff. I so. don't know. <laughs> you you
1: left out the. You left out Blackheart and the scroll. What's happening with there? Oh, uh, well, like okay. The...
0: Hold on. I might have. To, I might have to agree with Micah on this one. Although, although it may be messy, I, I I think the plot was pretty straightforward. The they the the scroll mm-hmm. of. San Venganza, I believe. Whoa, he the remembered The Devil it. Recruits Ghost Rider. Yeah, I, I was. I, I'm surprised by that one. The Devil Recruits Ghost Rider to keep it out of Blackheart's hands. That's the main mission, and he also has a love story. I would say it's pretty straightforward, and I will say it's very messy. And I will say this might be the worst villain portrayal I have ever seen along this along this watch through. This the main guy, Blackheart, is played by the same actor. I, I believe that actor. Uh, plays in the Hunger Games as uh, one of the main uh, antagonists, I believe. But oh, in really? this, every every line is absolutely delivered atrociously. It's, it's really bad. Deal with my rider. Hmm, your favorite creation. Send your precious rider. I will retire him just like I will retire you, father. Mephisto is not bad. He plays good as an older character. But in my opinion, the villain falls absolutely flat. It is absolute
1: trash. Blackheart is. Well, yeah, Wes Bentley, who plays Blackheart. If, uh, fun fact, I was also on the IMDb page. He said that when he filmed this movie, he was uh, 10 years deep into a heroin and cocaine addiction. Oh. So maybe
2: that translates oh, Yeah, he was Seneca Crane his... in Hunger Games. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my
0: goodness. Okay. <laughs> cocaine addiction. There we go. That could be, that could be, uh, I think when I was watching it, I accurately predicted what he was going to say like three times because his dialogue was so generic. It was
2: that bad, guys. It's (laughs) generic, but I think that it's, it's sufficient enough for me, uh, because the main focus of this movie is Ghost Rider. You came into this movie to see Ghost Rider do cool stuff on his motorcycle and kill people with his fire chain, and that's what you get, and it was, it was fun, and you get the Nick Cage aspect of it, and... Um, I think that it has really cool payoffs too. Like in the beginning of the, or towards the middle of the movie, when Ghost Rider first meets uh, what's his name? I forget. Uh, the Sam
0: Neill character. Blackheart. I assume is who when, you're he, about, when he when he meets
2: Blackheart, Blackheart uh, he picks him up and he tries to do the stare of penance on him. So there's the stare of penance that Ghost Rider can do, where uh, we see it twice throughout the movie, where he picks up a dude, uh, a criminal in this case, and he stares into his eyes and he says, "Look at me." And he looks at him, and then the the criminal guy looks at him back in the eyes, and then it zooms in, and it shows all of the bad things that that guy's done. And then it gives him ashy eyes or something like that, and he can't see anymore. I don't know. They never show anybody after that. But uh, with Blackheart, Rider picks him up, and he looks into his eyes, and he says, You can't get me, because I have no soul. Remember that? And then at the end of the movie, he gets the, the scroll of, what's his name? Do you remember the name, Ben? San
0: Venganza. San Venganza,
2: sure. And the pact on that scroll, that, that scroll allows him to have this mass of, this horde of souls in his body to give him powers. So he gets the powers of all of these criminals and Ghost Rider picks him back up and he's like, look at me now you have all of these souls within you that have done all these bad things, so now I can kill you. And he's like, oh no, I shouldn't have done that. And then just dies, so.
3: <laughs> okay, Perfect all right, okay, ending. so I was,
0: yes, I was a little confused at the ending there on why it worked that time and why it
2: didn't the other time. Yeah, because it was it all was those perfectly,
0: souls. Okay, all right. That's kind of This what movie I guess, has made the like, most
2: sense to me out of any of these Marvel movies so far. <laughs> the Blade movies, like, there are some things where it's like, okay, well, there's still some questions at the end, there's still, you know, what's gonna happen here, what's gonna happen here. But with this movie, it oh. wraps everything I'm up. Not even,
1: I'm not even gonna let you finish talking, Micah. <laughs> oh that, that was finished. Makes more sense than any any movie. Oh, like, I mean, no, no. We, we had Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 1 and 2? I was gonna say, and even, forget even forget the Blade movies...
2: Okay, I, I overstepped. Come on now. I overstepped my. You overstepped big time. Yeah. <laughs> another thing. Yeah, this is a Columbia Pictures movie. This is a Sony movie, and so far our Sony movies have been pretty good. Like we've had Spider-Man One, really? Spider-Man Two. This movie. Was there another one? I feel like there was another one, but Man, I think that might be it. That that's it. So far, anyway. Yeah, so far. But there's a lot more in the future. So, our Sony track record is pretty good. <laughs> Let's keep track of that. I would say this is the least out
0: of the three, but you do have to. Well, yeah, at least with out of the three Man. for sure. So, I mean, there's kind of that, but um, literally the most Ethan, profitable if...
2: movies at the time. It was <laughs> right,
0: a- absolutely. But Ethan, if they, if if you could point to one thing that doesn't work, one thing that kind of encapsulates why this movie doesn't really do it for you, is that possible to do? Is it a character or is it an idea that's presented in this film?
1: I guess it just goes down to Nick Cage's portrayal and just the the villains, the villain side of it too, with Mephisto and Blackheart and the the goon squad of elemental powered beings. I just, I don't, I don't care about Nick Cage at all. I find him a really arrogant, unlikable main character. And I I don't want to root for him. I don't care for him the way he abandons Roxanne, what three times in this movie. And then in the middle, they kind of, reconcile but then at the end he leaves her again he just is he doesn't have my sympathy and i will say this the beginning 20 minutes until nick cage shows up i really like this movie. that's very extended i too, think, a lot of i that. think the whole the whole backstory with uh young johnny and his dad i really like that up until the time jump it uh and then immediately when the time jump happens we start getting flashbacks of things we've seen three minutes ago. Like, what? I can tell that this Eva Mendez is older Roxanne. You don't need to flashback and tell me that. It just feels like, all right, you guys are stupid. Let's just remind you who this well, guy is. Well, your uncle
2: might not know, so
0: <laughs> he might be drunk while watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the actors that they chose as the young versions of Eva Mendez They're and Nicolas Cage. Spot on? Yes. Ava Mendez especially. They look exactly the same. I'm not sure on their names, but they look very good. Ethan.
1: Yeah, and can we talk about how this this second half of this movie, Nick Cage is like, I have to I made a deal with the devil, I have to atone for what I've done. You you didn't make a deal with the devil. The devil plucked your finger, blood fell on the paper, and then he he juked you into serving him. So there shouldn't be any regret on Nick Cage's part. He did absolutely nothing. I mean he left Roxanne. Yeah, he did that. But other than that, what? He should have just rejected the devil's calling from the beginning.
2: It was just a plot, MacGuffin. They had to have something to move the plot along so that they can have that conflict. And uh it had to be more than just I can't I can't tell you what's wrong because you won't understand and I have to do this thing so that I can so I can break free from my curse. So it, i I think it worked for what I had to do. It was like I said earlier, sufficient. It wasn't A+, it wasn't a 9 10 territory, but it was it did its job. It was uh it, there were stakes at least in this movie. I feel like in Daredevil there were no stakes whatsoever. It was just like he was doing these things because he wa- wanted to, not because he had to. In this movie it was a lot of I can't be with you even though you're the love of my life because of these things that are going on, and I have to eat these jelly beans and read these books so that I know <laughs> all of these, all of this stuff about the devil. So, I, yeah, I, I I like this movie more than Daredevil. I can say that for sure.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well I'm going to give you that too. If, if your argument is this movie's <laughs> yeah. better than Daredevil, then I think you're dead on.
2: Was that our worst movie on the list so far? I forget, but
1: yeah, I
0: I, I guess. What it comes down to is whether or not you like the portrayal of mm. Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider. I would say so. So I would say for Micah it works, and for Ethan it really it really doesn't. But if I you would don't say, like
2: Nick Cage, you won't like this.
0: Yes, I agree. But I would say what did absolutely work for me is the portrayal of Ghost Rider in his fiery head form. All of that I would say worked. Mm. Uh, he was absolutely totally cool, and his action sequences, especially with the chains and the fire went pretty hard. I'm not going to lie. I don't well, think yeah, that... when,
1: when your headlights on fire your motorcycle's on fire, you got fiery chains and you're uh, flying up sides of buildings, you're going to look really cool. It's what the every action uncle aspires to I be. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think the action sequences are pretty cool. So the, the spectacle can be there sometimes, but I don't think there's any substance underneath the surface.
2: Yeah, the technology that they used in this movie was pretty cool, too. They actually used the 3D scan of, his, of, Johnny, of uh, Nick Cage's actual skull ghost rider oh, wow yeah so that was pretty cool i saw that in the in the trivia okay go in the extra mile yeah okay all right that's pretty
0: fair i but like the, that a lot
2: the biking stuff when he's speeding around for the first time on the motorcycle and the first time it transforms and the little yeah little finger yes. bones come out and uh, the, i don't know what the parts of the bike are called but that big i don't think that's a gas tank the gas tank gets bigger and you know the flames on the wheels and the all this stuff it's just it's cool it's super sick. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> you can't yes, deny that. <laughs> and all of that, and all
0: that works. I would say Sam Neill's portrayal is also something that I really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Besides one one thing, I really it had me really scratching my head. But everything when he's telling the about the the scroll of San Venganza and all of the, he's a great expositional monologuer. Mm. Someone who I very much aspire to be here at Multiverse Monologues. He is someone who is absolutely
2: epic. And I'm very glad he has a mustache in this one, because he didn't have one in Hulk, and it was weird.
0: He needs one, yes.
2: Yeah, Sam Neill definitely elevates the movie for
1: me from higher than what Daredevil would be, because I do think everything with Sam Elliott is just great, from his opening monologue to the scenes he's in to uh, that epic riding scene with him and Ghost Rider. I got one last ride left in me.
3: Carter Slade, can you keep up?
1: Both on fire, so that's all cool. But the thing, what I would use to summarize this movie is just missed potential. That's right. Like Ben, you were hinting at this scene. It's when uh, the caretaker or um, the original Ghost Rider and johnny blaze are in unison you know johnny blaze on a motorcycle on fire and sam neil's on the horse or sam elliott's on the horse and they're just going you're like oh man this this is actually going to be an epic conclusion and then they arrive to where they need to get to and uh he changes he turns his fire head off and he goes that was the last time i could ride I I only have enough
2: energy for this last one. I was saving it for this.
0: (laughs) I want you to know, I was sitting up in my chair. I was so hyped during that moment. When he (laughs) ignited his horse and it became all fiery, I I was like, okay, you know what? This movie is going to be so top tier. I'm going to get... And then he stops. He he said, that was the last time I could transform. I got nothing left in me. Why did you transform back into yourself? Why not stay for that final battle? Imagine how cool it would have been. There's still two enemies left, two Ghost Riders. That would have been so sick. And then he just goes away. It was such a big missed potential. That's the one thing, if I could pinpoint, one thing that I really didn't like in this movie it was that scene. I wish he would have stayed in his Ghost Rider form so badly because I... I selfishly, I really want to see it. Mm -hmm.
2: That would have been really cool. Uh, But remember, he was 180 years old or something like that too because he said it happened 160-something years ago. Maybe he was 20 when that happened. And um, While it would have been cool to have him in the final battle, I think it would have been a bit too much because it was more of a personal battle with Johnny Blaze and the Demons, and he had to figure that out for himself. It was more of a a self-proving final battle than it was a team effort. The thing is, if you're going to
1: kill uh, Carter Slay, just kill him in action. Come on. Have him die a hero's death. You know, he just gallops off into the sunset and vanishes. Like Where a true cowboy. Where does he go after that?
0: That is true. I do like I that, guess. That is That is consistent with the cowboy motif, but I feel like he could have done that at the end of the battle anyway. Mm. And it's just from just from a movie-making and producing standpoint, why not go the extra mile and do that? Did they not have enough capital? Not really, the budget was huge for this film at the time. Like, this was given a lot of money. So I feel like, why not just go the extra mile and animate two Ghost Riders going ham? Maybe we'll get that in the second one. Highly doubt it. I wonder if there's but, any
2: trivia on it. Let me check.
0: I'm wondering why they just didn't continue with that scene, because it was so, so sick, but they didn't continue with it. And That that was the one thing that I didn't really like. But, uh, Ethan, if they're... If there is something that you really do like or a character that you really do like, could you pinpoint it in this movie? There's gotta be something that you that did rub you the right way.
1: Well no, what this movie does right is like it gets for the most part, the ghost rider aspect of it is pretty good. You have you, you have him riding with the bike, the head the hat on fire and the chains, you know. You you can see, man, this character is really cool. This is a cool character fighting supernatural and demon beings. Like, the potential is all there. You can see why this character is so compelling for so many people. So, yeah, I really enjoy that aspect. And then Sam Sam, uh, Sam Elliott's Carter Slay, I really like his character.
0: Okay, all right. And then, Micah, I would say, since you really liked the film, what is something that kind of dragged it down for you, or maybe that you didn't like, or maybe that's something that rubbed you the wrong way?
2: I'll admit that the um, the villains in this movie weren't that compelling, but they were cool to see beat up. <laughs> It was, it was just, they were just there to be beat up and to uh, serve their purpose of showing off Ghost Rider and more abilities. Because they really had no other purpose than to be, were they goons? Were they henchmen? I think we, we got a little lesson on on what the correct word is in the latest episode of She-Hulk. But, Indeed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, they were kind of useless. They did some stuff, but really they just uh, kind of stood around and punched him a couple times and made... Made Nick Cage look even cooler. So uh, another part that I didn't like as much was um, the news segments. with the, Especially the interview at the beginning. I felt like it was kind of weird and unprofessional. Of a, like it wasn't written correctly, I think. Um, but it was really funny on Nick Cage's part. I liked his responses to the, to the interview questions where he was like, So, h- how have you been? And then she just goes under a different question. And then he responds with something completely different too. And it's just back and forth complete nonsense the interview makes no sense and then she just gives up <laughs> like she doesn't try to even recover the interview yeah. at all <laughs> so yeah. looking back yeah it's funny to laugh at those are those Nick cage moments that you, you point at with friends you point at like ghost rider and you just look at me sort of thing and look at how funny this is it's <laughs> so yeah
1: I, like ag- I agree why does he leave roxanne at the end of the movie do we know is it explained Cause he has to go fight more demons or something.
0: That was my thought. Why can't he stay with her and also be a bounty hunter? You know, he makes that sacrifice choice that no, you're not going to imprison anyone else. I'm going to stay as the ghost Rider, but he can't be with Roxanne for that. Is it? May I mean, he transforms at night, so I mean, maybe. Maybe it's maybe it's not meant to be if you can't be with a woman at night. I guess which he's is also kind of of a weird thing. Ghost Rider by me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I'm not sure. That's also a decision that kind of irked me as well. Micah, was there an explanation that you found out or
2: of uh, why he left Roxanne um, at the end? Yeah, because he's got to give out his spirit of vengeance, man. Because <laughs> there's the sequel they got to pump out. I guess, I guess out. there is a sequel to make. <laughs> Yeah, that's
0: yeah. true. So I get, I guess, no real good explanation for that. But it, I mean, it's not the best romance to begin with. So I guess there
1: is that. But but it, but it is a Valentine's Day movie. Mm-hmm. So uh,
2: there Who has was to be some about st-
0: Valentine's Day. Holy <laughs> catfish!
2: Yeah. This is probably a, a, this wow. is one of the best Halloween. I mean, we we've got a couple horror-themed or spookier-themed movies in our Marvel catalog. Like we can point to any of the Blade movies and say, yeah, those can definitely be. Uh, considered Halloween movies, we've got. Uh, I'm sure there's a couple mo- or more movies in there that are scary, uh, but but this one, it's a skeleton. Come on, man, that's Halloween right there. It's spitting right back at you. And I, I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's a perfect movie to put on Halloween night and laugh with all your buddies and and. Uh, cause the little things in the background, I, another thing was um, when he escaped the police officers, when he escaped the, the PD, and he was on his bike, and he sped off, and then that the garage sign behind him, the G and the A went off, so it was just rage. Little things like that in the background that if you're not paying attention, you're not going to really care about, but um, this is totally one of those movies, I mean, it's a Nick Cage movie. What more can I say? I've said it once, I've said it a million times, Nick Cage movies are all the same, they're all like yeah. this.
0: Absolutely. So I I would say we'll transition into favorite scene because we're a little bit short on time, and I'll shoot this out to Micah first. Micah, do you have a favorite scene in this movie? Or if you don't have a favorite scene, just something that was like your favorite thing in the movie.
2: But scene is preferred. I really liked... um, We'll go with the, the first transformation and fight scene with Ghost Rider when he's in that warehouse. So that whole segment... Where uh, from from the the demons killing that fat dog, the fat guy at the warehouse to the point where he leaves the crime where he leaves and kills the the one dude in the dust and stuff like that. I think that that whole segment was pretty good. I liked when he was transforming into Ghost Rider for the first time. He was Nick Cage crazy. That's the only way to describe it. <laughs> that that scene was actually extended too. I looked it up. Uh, there was a couple extra seconds like. 10 or 12 seconds of just him transforming. Oh. So, that was Very cool. interesting. Um, okay. I liked him showing off his powers. There was no training montage. There was no whatever filler to just... It cuts right to the chase, and that's what I like about this movie. There's no, oh, I can use this chain to light it on fire and then destroy people. Instead, I can just use use this to steal the Declaration of Independence. You know, whatever, whatever Nick Cage does, so... <laughs> He's like a master already, and that's what I like about this movie. He just does it. He finds something to do, and he does it.
0: (laughs) Or not a top-tier film, it does have some very memorable moments. For sure. I will say that. Ethan, do you have a favorite scene?
1: Yeah, just one question before I do my favorite scene. So, uh, Ghost Rider has the penance stare, right? And obviously this is a core part of his character. Mephisto has him doing this. But why? Why If he's the devil, why does he want to get rid of evil people do do we know that that is a good question my friend send the one i don't have the uh-huh. answer to. <laughs> no okay <laughs> I, I, just guess wanted ma- to... I
0: guess maybe he i guess maybe he's more of a like an underworld like a Hades type deal where he ferries the souls to the dead and he finds the the victims who are um, not good at all who were evil and he brings them to the underworld. That's why they're that's why they're dead, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Mephisto isn't the the like full on devil either. He's kind of like right. a, a, a demon. But I don't know. It's just something I wanted to ask. So Maybe. this
2: is the same character as Mephisto? Like not the same in the MCU, but like Ghost Rider's Mephisto is, um, or Ghost Rider's Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles is the same as Mephisto in the comics. Yes. Okay. Yes. I gotcha. I yes, didn't know he that.
0: I, he doesn't look at all like he does in the comics. Oh, I'm but sure. that is Mephisto. <laughs> We found him, guys. He's, he's in he, Ghost Rider.
2: He was here oh. the whole time. Like, where are you guys complaining? We got it. Exactly. <laughs> is he going to we'll be in One we'll Is he going to be in Loki? No, he's <laughs> here in Ghost Rider. <laughs> Come on. There you go, we'll man. Get him,
1: uh, we'll get him back in Secret Wars with uh, Nick Cage showing up Ooh. alongside Wesley Snipes Blade. Do
2: you think it's going to be the same well, let's not, Yeah.
0: Let's not talk about the future yet. Ethan, favorite scene.
1: Favorite scene is, of course, when... Uh, Carter Slay and Johnny Blazer riding together. I think Epic. with with the music the music going and just the the visuals you see the horse on fire it's just it was the most hype I got throughout the movie and really when I saw the potential that this movie could have been.
0: Yes. I I agree with you on that one. I'll go I'll be different and I'll go with the first Pennant Stairs scene where he grabs that guy and shoves him up against there. That, was sick. that one was good too. All Ghost Rider moments, all really good moments in in a not really objectively great film. But there is definitely a lot um, that we can draw that is good from this film. And that is when we will, that's how we're going to transfer into our ranking. So Ghost Rider, ranking, how do we feel about the movie? Scoring four points. And we're going to throw this out to Mr. Micah Head first. What would you
2: give Ghost Rider? One one last point about that uh, pen and Stair scene, that first penance and Stair scene. That was Rebel Wilson, her first time on screen, so I thought that was pretty cool. You guys have seen Pitch Perfect. She's that the the fatter lady.
0: Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah,
2: so, yeah, that was just the last thing it brought to my mind. Uh, so, anyway, back to scores. So, uh, Ghost Rider, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought that it was a lot of fun. I thought it was goofy and wacky and all the ways that it needed to be. And also, just as cool, and equally as cool, in so many other ways. And I think that it did the imagery of Ghost Rider perfectly with the chains and the bike, and the and the CGI was great. And the like, it really holds up for two thousand and seven. There are definitely some parts where it's you know a bit weird, but it's a skeleton, so it's hard to get in that uncanny valley when you don't see skeletons every day. So. Overall, I really enjoyed this movie. Did I like it more than things like Blade, you know, movies that are, I think this was more of a, a parody in some ways, a satire of those more, uh, um, uh, what, were these, what would it be? More, more darker movies because Ghost Rider is darker in the comics, right? He's more of this, he's a demon. He's possessed by all these, by, by Mephisto's scroll. So, uh, yeah, I would say that you guys are going to hate me for this. 7.8. I really Micah, like this movie. Micah, your
0: score is your score, and I like that you like it so much. I'm going in the That's way of stuff. Howard the Duck. Howard the
2: Duck. I 7.8. This, this is better ah. than Howard the Duck. I think it is our best comedy movie that we've had so far. Um, I think that it does everything that it needs to be, that it wanted to be, and had a goal. It went towards that goal, and it, it sure did that goal. <laughs> it, it made me laugh. It made me a bit. Uh, it made me feel cool, and it made me want to be a ghost, uh, a skull, motorcycle riding, flaming enthroned ghost. So, all yeah. right,
0: seven, seven point eight, point eight for Mister Head. Ethan, Too much water. You sound like you have something to say about that.
1: Ah, uh, I, I do. <laughs> I, 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 is it my time to give my score? Yes, I would give your score now. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I, me and Micah must have watched a different movie I don't know what he watched because I didn't I didn't like any of this man I, I didn't like Nick Cage or just any of the things he brought to the role and the story didn't make sense to me it felt like it was jumping from scene to scene without really letting us know why like I don't need my hand to be held through a movie but this one just felt like it was so sloppy like here there everywhere the villains were not good and really, other than uh, Sam Elliott's character, I, I didn't enjoy any character. But, I don't know, the first 20 minutes of the movie, with all the backstory and the flashback, I liked all that. You get his Daredevil roots, you get his dad, and I, I like all that. But once it time jumps, you feel the movie change. It just changes. The, I don't know if they had a different director for the beginning part of this movie, but it really, I felt it. I felt everything change. And I, the second I saw Nick Cage, it just felt like a movie that I wouldn't like. And it was. It was a movie I didn't like. I do think that the sequences with Ghost Rider, him on fire with the chain, he riding up the building. It's all really cool. It's really cool. But does it uh, pull this movie out of the gutter for me? No. This is a movie I am never going to rewatch. I'll say that right now. I'm never going to rewatch this movie. I don't want to rewatch this movie. And uh, I'm going to give this a 4.5. Wow.
0: 4.5. So Fiery feelings from Mr. Wentzloff on this movie. All right, I... Okay, so I think I'm going to come right in the middle because, well, I don't think it's as bad as Mr. Wentzloff. I don't think it's as good as Mr. Head either. I I do have a lot of problems with it, and I think the mispotential of the two Ghost Riders really left a sour taste in my mouth for the final battle. I do agree that the beginning sequences are good, and as we've been talking about it, the villains start to make sense... Because as this would be the same guy that directed Elektra or had a hand in Elektra, the villains also seemed like a hodgepodge of many different things from both of these movies. So that could make sense there. Villains really didn't work for me. But what did work for me was Ghost Rider, Sam Neill, and the portrayal of most of Nick Cage's acting in this. I actually was entertained a lot by it. Do I think it's major Ghost Rider, like peak spot on from the comics? No, I don't. I was entertained, but when it comes down to it, the movie just doesn't hold up as much as some of the better movies on this list. Does it come close to Blade? Not really. Does it come close to Spider-Man? No. But is it all the all that bad? I don't think so either. So, I'm going to give this movie a 6. That's where I'm going to meet. Respectful. Kind of almost right in the, right almost right in the middle from both of you guys. A 6.
2: All right. I I would I would say that. I would say a 6 works. Um so Ghost Rider, the first one, Extended Edition. Plugging it into our spreadsheet here gives us a 6.1 cumulative score. I would I would agree with that. I would say it was, um, yeah, I w- I'd accept that as a 6.1. A um, little bit better than, let me see our rankings here. A little bit better than the Punisher. Yeah, I think it was better than Punisher. But was it as good as Fantastic Four? Not quite, so... I would agree with that. I would agree that it puts it right in our ninth spot above Punisher, above Blade Trinity, above Hulk 2003, above Daredevil, good, uh, but below Fantastic Four, X-Men Last Stand, Blade, X-Men, some of our better movies on the list, so yeah.
0: Okay, Be- I- besides I Punisher, that. which you guys know I have a special affinity for, Bash. I like that. I like Trash that. Trash movie! Rated. Get out of here, boys! Your you like made that though.
2: movie so much higher on our list. <laughs>
1: it's so ridiculous. I, I'm glad it did.
0: I'm, I'm so
2: pun- excited your, for, to trash on Warzone.
1: <laughs> your Punisher oh. ranking, Ben, is just the most egregious thing that has happened on this watch. you like, Mike is seven point eight. I on Ghost Rider, I can pass on that, but your eight on Punisher, I still like. Yeah, I thought I,
2: my I, six I, and a half on Howard the Duck was bad, but my eight on uh, your eight <laughs> on Punisher, Jeez. <laughs>
0: I'll take that to my grave, boys. I will take that to my grave, just like Ghost Rider does. With
2: a spirit of vengeance. (laughs) With a spirit of
0: vengeance, yes, sir. And our next film on this list is something that I am greatly anticipating. Just with the legacy that it has, I believe the next film is Spider-Man 3. Tobey Maguire, we get Venom, we get Sandman, and we get the new Goblin, as well as the continuation and ending to the Spider-Man, Sam Raimi, trilogy i believe ethan has a plot summary for this next film in our marvel watch through
1: i mean who hasn't seen this movie yet do i really need to summarize it it you know peter parker peter parker in his third movie we get sandman in there we get the venom and okay, come on come on we've all seen this movie let's not pretend like we haven't
2: what a I,
0: summary oh,
1: man. I'm, yes. that's all you need yeah. man
0: Spider-Man 3 is iconic, iconic. But I, I do want to talk about, I guess as a, as a little bit of a bonus, I do want to talk about the future of Ghost Rider and where we could see him possibly showing up in the MCU because we've had most of all of our Phase 5 revealed and most of Phase 6 revealed. And with this new project, Werewolf by Night, which we're going to talk about in another podcast, expanding the spiritual ghost creepy side of the MCU I mean, could we see an upcoming, like maybe next year, 2023 Halloween special starring Ghost Rider? We've seen him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but where could he possibly show up next? Ethan, any ideas?
1: Well, yeah, Marvel has come out and say that with this new uh, special format, they're going to not hit the brakes on it. They're going to keep doing it, especially after the success of Werewolf by Night. So, yeah, I think, I think we could get Ghost Rider definitely introduced in this capacity but also the question comes in what is agents of shield it that's kind of in the same pocket as um the netflix universe we don't know if it's canon at the start of agents of shield it's 100 canon and you know in the later seasons we do get a version of ghost rider appear we get the robbie reyes version so that. is is that canon we, d- we don't know but yeah i de- definitely think a special feature could be where we see daredevil and, or not Daredevil. Uh, my my mind's just thinking. A about different Daredevil Although I would else. I
0: wouldn't be mad about that man. A special hour special with Daredevil Halloween. Come on.
1: But yeah, Ghost Rider and uh, I think the Blade movie. He could be in there. Although you don't want to overshine Blade, and there's a lot of trouble going on with the Blade movie right now. But um, it's in
0: pretty good hands. That's what I. The last I heard, Sam Raimi is directing. They've switched to directors. Really.
1: Right? I didn't that, hear that. Yes, that I saw that. discussing Film tweeted that, which they're normally a really reliable source, but I've not seen anyone else back that up since that tweet. So I'm not sure how concrete that is. That's probably just rumors.
0: Interesting. Well, I hope they get Sam Raimi because, I mean, he's horror at heart. And I, although, I dude, Multiverse of Man is just, as time goes on, gets more and more hate. But I... Still, really like that mm-hmm. movie. And if Sam Raimi was to direct a Blade film, you know, I'd be all on board for that, man. Come on. I've got and my. Ghost uh,
2: I've got my. What are those movies called? His horror movies. The um, Of the Deads or whatever. Ash and the Evil Dead or
0: whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah. The Evil Dead movies. I've got those pre ordered. They've got a 4K set coming out in December. So I, I'm, I'll be watching those and uh, getting my real takes on Raimi. But I hope that with Raimi, we get the same taste of Ghost Rider that we get in this movie, where he's. Where he could be comical, be that different, that different aspect of MCU. Because we have so much serious MCU. We've got Moon Knight. He's perfect for that. Moon oh, Knight's um, great. Hold on, for, Micah.
1: Oh wait, let me stop you right now. Serious MCU. We have too much. Are you kidding me? Yes, we have Micah. way too much. You have never said anything that is like the because worst Because our serious,
2: our MCU was so Sir- bad. Uh, MCU was so bad at serious. They try it too often, and it's not good. It's just not as good. Werewolf by Night. What? I didn't like okay. it too much. This is a different hold on, podcast hold on, now. Hold on, hold, yeah, on, that, hold, on, hold <laughs> on, hold on. Thor <laughs> Love and Thunder, Thor
1: Love and Thunder, too serious, man, too
2: serious. Thor Love and Thunder tried it. it, wasn't good.
1: <laughs> so okay,
0: <laughs> just to stave off Ethan's rage right now, because I know I'm feeling the same thing. In my opinion, Phase Four has been all goof, not enough serious, man. I, it needed the tone shift that Werewolf by Night has brought mm-hmm. to it because Miss Marvel, very goofy show; She-Hulk, very goofy show; Thor, Love and Thunder way way too goofy multiverse of madness has some jokes that just did not land for me there has been too much goof and not enough seriousness in this version of the mcu i am so in for the serious tone that phase five looks to be ant-man 3 looks to be pretty dark from what we've heard secret invasion i don't think there was one joke in that trailer guardians 3 i mean i can't read those tweets that the everyone involved with are like Without tearing up, because it looks like it's going to be the most emotional thing the MCU's done since Endgame. I am... There's been way too much goof. Way too much. that I
2: think that the goof that we've had wasn't good enough. And the seriousness that we had hasn't been good enough either. I think it's been both. They've been trying to do both for such a long time. They need to pick one. They need to pick a lane for these movies and projects. And it's just... It's not working for me. I'm really hoping that they change things up. They make things less disposable. They make things less universal for everybody where everybody's going to like this because they like serious and they like comedy and they mash them together and it's going to be great. But with the recent things like Miss Marvel, they tried to do comedy. They tried to do seriousness at the same time, tackle some really real world situations. And it really just like, it was good. Could have been better. She-Hulk, they're going more towards comedy, but this was a show that could have been a much more you know, lower focus show with these fourth-wall-breaking things in it that would have been the comic relief. But when it's entirely focused on comedy, when it should have been serious, or when it's... Like, Love and Thunder, that one could have been a lot more serious-focused, and it would have been better. Like, there are serious topics in Love and Thunder, and they don't take them seriously. And that's the thing. They take serious... they, They undercut these serious topics with comedy, and it's just... They need either a full comedy or they need a full drama and it's they need two of these projects multiverse of madness was really close it was really close on doing dra- uh, a, a drama with some comedy it was I so close I think, they I need think more, Infinity
0: more of that war and Endgame walked walk that line perfectly yes like there's jokes and i laughed many times during two of the most serious and important marvel films that they've ever made That they've made, like that, those are the most important Marvel movies. And I walked that line, they haven't walked that line at all Mm -hmm. in any of these. She Hulk episode eight, they did an
2: amazing job. She Hulk episode eight, everything else, one through seven. I it was like it was all trying to be funny, but it wasn't the greatest that I that I saw. It wasn't my kind of humor. But episode eight, they've really picked it up. I love the Daredevil and She Hulk stuff. It should have been the whole show. It should have been Daredevil, She-Hulk for the whole show. Yes. Uh, so and I know so Ethan I agree will agree with, with me on that. <laughs> and I think and I think in in saving this from becoming a
0: She-Hulk episode, we're gonna save that for when we review yes, that please. in depth. But I, I would say that yes, the MCU does need to check its tone balance, and I think that is when it's coming. Mm. But uh, I think we've we've hit our limit on the time. I think all of us can agree that we're excited to see Ghost Rider um, in the future. Ethan, you've got something to say.
1: Yeah, I just want to, just a fun fact, like watching the movie when uh, Ghost Rider does the goalpost-to-goalpost jump, and we're all like, oh, my goodness, that is absolutely ridiculous. So the world record while filming the movie was by Trigger Gum. He said in 2005 he jumped 277 feet, which a football field's length from goalpost-to-goalpost is 360. But, and there's actually a video online, in 2007, so what is this, a couple months after the film has released, uh, Robbie Madison performed a goal to post jump. And there's actually a video on YouTube you can watch. The no ramp way. goes over the goalpost. He jumps over an entire football field. Not, not exactly goalpost-to-goalpost. Goalpost. He's 40 feet short. But the ramp, the ramp caught him, so he survived. He was fine. But he set the world record. It was 322 feet, the jump. So... That uh, that's definitely a, an aspect of the movie that watching, I'm like, oh my goodness, no way someone could jump over a football field. And then doing the research, it 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 could be done.
2: It could. Well, be did done. he jump over a bunch of helicopters at the same time? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> Dang, wow, you can jump that far. Oh, and I let's be real, we
1: know around. those helicopter blades were in reverse, so they were actually pushing. Oh yeah, Johnny Blaze up.
0: <laughs> there it is. That's Keeping why it worked. Flying, so. Dang it, man. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's, that's epic, man. Did you read that off IMDb?
1: Uh, I watch it, I found that on YouTube. Nice, wow,
0: dang, I'm gonna have to watch that after that. And I would recommend you guys also do the same, just like I would recommend giving us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or subscribing, giving a like on our YouTube channel, as that is how we're going to end. This Ghost Rider review. We hope you have enjoyed. Watch Spider Man 3 next week. We will have that review out for you next week. And uh, otherwise, this is Benjamin Rayside.
1: This is Ethan Watslaw. This is Micah Hett.
0: Signing off, we all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day.
3: An old cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day